Hi, everyone. It's me again. I'm back. back. I'm no longer busy. <laughs> thank you for thank you to Eunice for covering for me whilst I was <clears throat> stressing over stuff. Assignments <laughs> that you did. Yeah. <laughs> that I finished this week. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm happy and free. I, I remember the text you sent me. I finished this motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, it's... I, I like problem solving, but I don't like the process of problem solving. I like doing it and getting it right straight away. Because if I don't, mm-hmm. then I'm like, uh, I need to do this yeah. again. I have You're to go through the zone. whole process or find a s- different way to do this. And I can't be bothered to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it took me about two weeks to figure out my computer computing assignment. But you guys don't care about that, so I'll shut up. How are oh, you doing, Chris? I'm doing very good. <laughs> That's like the first time I've said that in an episode. <laughs> you said it in Eunice's episode. Oh, yeah. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you brought it up or she was she said you would you were you would always oh. say that you're OK. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. You said you're good. And she was like, oh, damn, you're finally good. Guys, I'm actually fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm genuinely fine. No, I'm doing really well, actually. Um. I'm going to Juhai today and I'm really excited to like have a break <laughs> and uh, I've been doing my, my men- old crib oh yeah I'm gonna go say hi to everyone and tell them did you know that white kid who tried to speak Chinese <laughs> what do you mean try dude I was fluent man I went to a Chinese primary school what are you on about okay good job congratulations I was, like, spitting Chinese left right <laughs> center how i um i did my i'm doing i'm in the process of doing my mental health first aid course and it's so wow. eye-opening so can you give me mental cpr <laughs> yeah i mean haven't i been doing that for like the seven past seven months anyway <laughs> no okay well speak for yourself um <laughs> i'm speaking for myself <clears throat> okay well and yeah i've been reading um maybe you should talk to someone we both finished it it ends with us which mm. was such a great book oh yeah. my god we recommend it to everyone you guys need to read it it's yeah i think everyone awesome. should read it even guys mm-hmm. the first it's 100 so pages good. are a bit hard to get through like not gonna lie after the first 100 pages i was on the brink of quitting Mm. but literally after the 100 page point that's where it starts to get good mm-hmm. so yeah if you ever read it well, i don't know maybe you'd like the first 100 pages i personally didn't like it because it had this um fan yeah. fiction vibe, vibe yeah. kind of like yeah ooh. i liked it, <laughs> um, I liked it. <laughs> yeah that's why i'm saying that it might some people might like it but personally i didn't like the first part but after mm-hmm. that it got more intense really and more got, yeah it felt more like a real people story and not just some kind of fantasy fairy tale mm-hmm. kind of everything's going to be okay there's going to yeah. be a happy ending and all of that definitely kind of stuff. it's so good it's so um beautiful and it's also very heart touching so people need to read it i was like yeah. crying by the end of it but it's fine <laughs> i wasn't yeah it's a really good book i'm dead inside <laughs> mood same and yeah that, that 
in uni yeah we had flex week which was fine and didn't really feel like flex week I feel like this term has went by so fast like mm. we're already on week eight I think this month kind of weird yeah <sighs> bro this month bro like, what wait what we're week eight yeah I have three more weeks of just staying up until 2 a.m watching lectures <laughs> Oh, I signed up for my classes as well. So I have to wake up at oh. 7 a.m. next semester. So mm. Okay, well, not That's everyone. So difficult. Okay. Jesus Christ. Try waking up at staying up till 2 a.m. watching some boring ass mechanics lectures. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. No, yeah. it's fine. I understand that people also go through their own, their own struggles yeah exactly. which is waking up at 7 a.m for you <laughs> it is it's waking up at 7 a.m for me but yeah, yeah things have been good and i'm excited to go to too hard today but yeah things have been good should be fun anyway <clears throat> so wait i wanted to ask you like before we move along <laughs> you know like the new segment that we've introduced like hypothetical questions i was just like wanted to ask you oh yeah you know, hypothetical mm-hmm. question just like a fun question so what's your current favorite song right now it is wait I, I let me see I if know. i can get it's stay okay yeah i, I got it. i got i had it in my head but yeah it. it's with the kid Leroy and justin, justin beeps the love of my life the beeps yeah, let's keep it in our pants but um trying my best. yeah it's just it's really catchy and mm-hmm. i like the beat of it as soon as i listened to it i was like oh, wait i think nick's gonna like this and before i even recommended it to you you listened to it already and i was like okay yeah damn yeah it's so good it's so good but it's my really good it's really good but my i think my current favorite song would be like i'm obsessed with justin bieber's 2013 album right now journals and it's like heartbroken justin bieber is just chef's kisses <laughs> like sorry but like he makes such good music when he's <laughs> like now he's married and now he's married and he's just like oh my god i love Haley, and i don't know where i would be without well him. if he gets fine. a divorce then at least <laughs> no. his music will be good i don't want him to get a divorce i want him to be happy but like his music justice was good justice is one of my favorite albums by him the, is that the newest one the newest one <laughs> yeah mm. the one i told you to listen i think a lot of the songs sound very similar though that's mm. what i noticed because i used to when i do my homework um i like to listen to music and sometimes mm-hmm. i would listen to his album you know on mm-hmm. shuffle mm-hmm. and my head would get kind of annoyed or kind oh, of damn. i don't know how to explain it but i was like these are the same songs over and over again they're good but it's they just sound the a same. Similar, a similar tune. Like, I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, Eunice, like, asked me to rank the albums, like, Justin's albums. And I was like, Justice is number one for me now. Like, it's one yeah. of my favorite albums because I love it so much. Believe is number one. <laughs> as long as you love me. Anyway. Yeah. That's. <laughs> or, anyway. So, today's topic. <laughs> today's Why have you topic. turned Australian? I don't know because I want to go to Australia really bad. Um, anyway, so what's today's episode? <laughs> Do you want to? Well, are you actually asking me? Okay, um, <laughs> it's toxic masculinity, which is yes. 
very com wait what very controversial topic mm-hmm. was it I, I mean, guess it is it is in many aspects it is I feel you know because it's mm. very systemic like it's been there yeah for a while. it is and but sure. people are talking about it now I feel especially mm. yeah it's like the last up. 20 years mm-hmm. 10 years Mm-hmm. And it's years. been built up now, so it's just like you know. Yeah. We should talk about it because it's an interesting topic. So why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what what are your first points on this topic of toxic okay. masculinity? So like, I mean, I kind of wanted to create some sort of awareness on it because I see a lot of Instagram pages talking about it, and I see their opinion and their side. I'm like, wait, you know, like our podcast is like the perfect platform to talk about it since we're getting like a lot of listeners like we reached 160 plays I'm like damn like in two weeks time we got 40 more plays and I was like damn thank you guys for listening by the way (laughs) oh yeah thanks for listening (laughs) oh yeah um but yeah I feel like it's more in the mainstream media now so I want to I wanted to be like let's let's Mm. talk about it you know yeah and it's very I feel like it's very Gen Z type now like it's very I don't know how to say it it has the label of Gen Z if that makes sense I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. any sense but yeah I mean yeah you get what I mean like we're bringing it up more mm-hmm. or we're raising mm-hmm. more awareness about it yeah, so yeah. I feel like this generation really likes to bring awareness to a lot of topics which is good but sometimes the topics can be utter bs like if you see on instagram just like do you really care about this kind of stuff like anyway that's a whole different topic but toxic masculinity <laughs> it's more in the mainstream media now so i was like why not talk about it you know and also mm-hmm. nick is a guy and i wanted to get his opinion what <laughs> but Are i like you? justin bieber and read um <laughs> wait how would you even describe it ends it ends with us it's like romance, right? Romance kind romance, of romance, suspense. Young adult. Nah, it's not suspense. Or maybe it is. A but not suspense bit? in the way that you're like waiting to get scared by Yeah. Um by Lily Blue. some kind of monster <laughs> jumping out of a box. I, I mean don't one know. of the characters is a monster in the book, so. The dad? No. Ryle. That's interesting. I don't agree, but um, okay. Actually, I think this is relevant to this topic, so we can talk about it. So, wait, can we talk about it though? Because it might spoil it for people. Okay, this is just a warning that if you're going to read it, then don't listen to the next five minutes because it's kind of it's kind of a spoiler, although it's kind of like the whole main message of the book. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so essentially, what happens is that. The girl, the main character, Lily, she starts dating this guy called Ryle. Mm-hmm. And wait, what happens? Oh, yeah. So they start dating and everything is like all moochy moochy, all very good. It's like the honeymoon phase, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, he hits her mm. or mm-hmm. he pushes her or something like that. He pushes her first. I think it, it was an accident or accident. it was kind of um, an impulse. Yeah. Because he was yeah. mad because he got hurt because he dropped something or something. Yeah. And she was laughing because she was drunk. And he was like, 
fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, burned <laughs> like, his head. Like, straight up pushed her. Because he had yeah. an important surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm, he's a surgeon, right? Yeah. 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 So he was yeah. mad, and he pushed her. And, yeah, there was, was this whole thing where she was like, you pushed me. And she saw it. her mom used to be abused by her dad. So, mm-hmm. obviously, it hit her quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um internally yeah and the heart ptsd kind of stuff yeah um and yeah so she was so she just said um okay i forgive you now but if you do this again then i'm leaving your ass yeah and he did it (laughs) another time i think yeah it was less it was less severe and she was like um, wait what was it again oh it was um when he like throws her phone against the wall because oh yeah atlas's phone number inside the phone mm, yes and yeah he breaks his phone and then her phone yeah and then it happened one more time when she was just like nah bro no like and they were married know. at this point yeah, yeah and it was yeah. six points six months or mm-hmm. a bit more after mm-hmm. the first time and she was like nah. but mm-hmm. um i think it's not he he isn't a monster because i don't think he means to do it Obviously, it's completely bad. I'm not saying he, he, he isn't a bad person. Wait, he isn't a monster because he doesn't mean to do it. It's kind of an impulse because, you know, he had a traumatic childhood. Like, childhood. he accidentally killed his own killed brother. His brother. Yeah. And that's what brings up a lot of the anger in him. And he can't mm-hmm. control it. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's not an excuse. I'm not saying he, sh- he should that's justified that he did it but i don't think it's he's a monster because he's not intentionally doing it mm-hmm. unlike lily's dad who was doing it intentionally intentionally mm. oh that's interesting never really thought about it that way but yeah like i feel like it he had a lot of problems like for people listening he had problems and also like because he shot his own brother and like also when he killed him he was trying to get the like he was trying to mm. help him. They were kids. Yeah. It's not like they were teenagers or even young adults where they actually kind of like knew what was happening. He just picked up the loaded gun, which isn't really explained in the book that why there is a loaded gun and he mm. was able to pick it up and like shoot his brother with it. But yeah. Yeah. But however, yeah, I mean, people need to read the book because I don't want to say anymore. Like I want I was about to like literally spoil the ending. <laughs> but people should read the book and that's an interesting point i actually never thought about yeah. it that way but he actually feels bad about it though that's the thing that's what i think is mm. different because he felt bad and obviously afterwards he apologized at that point it was too late i agree like i'm not saying lily wasn't justified or that she was a bitch for leaving him because i think mm. it's completely justified if you don't <laughs> feel safe mm. in a relationship whether it's physically or psychologically Mental or mentally or, or whatever you want to call it yeah um but, but yeah, yeah, he he seemed genuinely he f- seemed to be genuinely sympathetic, or he mm. felt really bad for what he did, even though he couldn't necessarily control it. I you feel know, you that, get me. Yeah, I do get you, and I do feel like, but Lily couldn't handle that, you know, because she yeah, yeah. saw that in her childhood, and she's like, I yeah, I think she was completely justified. Yeah, even if she didn't have a traumatic childhood, it would still be justified. It would still be justified because doesn't matter. Nobody like, wants that nobody wants that if you're not safe if you're not feeling you know like because uh, bro like i'm being informal like psychologically speaking your mind plays tricks on you because when you are in a relationship and then it's like normalized like oh this this is Mm. fine 
you know, like I should let this happen yeah. to me because I, you know, this is what a relationship consists of. But it's really not, though, you know, it's really not. So, That's what happened to the mom. Yeah, exactly. Like and she got used to the dad abusing her. Uh huh. And she was like, oh, it's fine because this is this is this is how marriage works when it's really not. Mm-hmm. This is not how marriage yeah, works. Exactly. Ask all the other healthy couples. As if we it. know because we've been married. <laughs> yeah, I'm married. I'm married to Justin Bieber. <laughs> Haley, be like, am I a joke to you? <laughs> um, no, getting back to the serious point I was trying to make. Um, again, if you never, feel, if you don't feel safe, like even remotely, this goes for guys and girls, not just girls, because mm. men get abused too, which is a good link to toxic masculinity. Men get abused too mentally and physically. And I've learned that through men's mental health week when when we had at unsw and i was like writing scripts and stuff i was like wait that's like so insane that you know men also get abused like i knew that in my mind but when you see something for like for like Mm. the actuality of it you're like wait damn that makes sense you know but i think it's because some guys might feel embarrassed or ashamed to speak up about it because it's kind of emasculating that if especially mm-hmm. if your significant other is a woman like mm-hmm. it can seem embarrassing that your girlfriend be- yeah. is beating yeah. you up or like bullying you mm. and like you're meant to be the guy who can stand up for himself and stuff like yeah. that yeah but um yeah which mm-hmm. also goes with toxic masculinity because you don't have that social group around you where you can feel comfortable Comfortable to talk talk about Mm -hmm. of course like your problems mm -hmm. even if they're super serious you can still be embarrassed by them of course and like you can't you feel you might not feel comfortable because like then people around you like the guy friends or anyone be like bro don't be a pussy bro just like Mm, hit her back man or you know like one of those like just like those no that's not funny but like your impression of guys is pretty accurate (laughs) don't be a pussy bro pussy (laughs) yeah i think that's how all guys talk (laughs) yeah pretty much can confirm (laughs) you're a guy (laughs) well you literally you introduced me as a guy okay i'm sorry anyway so okay again i feel like we're talking about toxic masculinity so i kind of want to define it for people who are not really sure about what it is so it's like a set of attitudes ways and norms and pressures that are stereotypically associated with how men should behave so like men can't cry men can't show emotions like you have to be very particular about the way you behave in front of other people and this can have such a negative impact on men and like even guys like little boys who are growing up in general like and how they should act in particular circumstances and this can be so harmful for their mental health so Mm -hmm. that's what toxic masculinity is everything starts at childhood really if you think about it any kind of psychological gain or pain Mm -hmm. pain or gain oh damn can rapper (laughs) Uh, yeah i'm not even gonna try uh But yeah, any anything can be linked back to childhood, realistically speaking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we learn in developmental psychology. <laughs> yeah, that's what I learned in developmental psychology you in did? my in course. <laughs> psychology, yeah. 
I'm doing it at uni as well. But yeah, um, everything is linked back to childhood and how, like, the way you're raised and the way the beliefs and values you're taught, you bring it with mm. you into adolescence and adolescence yeah. into adulthood, and all of that plays along in your life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, sorry, mm-hmm. but I think no, no, this no, no. kind of links, but I'm watching the this Vietnam War documentary, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a lot of these veterans, right, they're talking to the interviewer or the the camera and they're asked things like why did you want to join the war or what motivated you to join the war obviously there are some people who are like we're really poor um there are incentives if you join the army so you can get free education mm-hmm. free college education or university education after you serve and mm-hmm. if you die your parents or your family gets ten thousand dollars from life insurance Mm-hmm. so obviously that that a lot of people wanted to do that but there are also a lot of middle class especially white men who are just whose parents fought in world war ii and maybe grandparents fought in world war one mm-hmm. and they were just like i need to also contribute and i also need to fight for my country and be this gladiator of war and um mm. like fight against these commies mm. and i think that kind of shows how it's very hard for men to kind of break that link, you know, especially if your parents are seen as heroes because they fought in a war, which Mm. I'm not particularly agreeing with, but that's a different Mm. story. (laughs) But yeah, it's just these guys who are like, I'm going to be, I'm going to come back and be a man and like, you know, have seen things and have like done things that makes Mm. you a man. It's like, the what fuck are these guys of? delusional yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> what does a man obviously of? yeah it's obviously a different time period but still i don't understand why you need to kill another man mm-hmm. or kill another person to be considered a man like mm-hmm. obviously at this day and age it, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. but also sure. why was it not ridiculous back then like why did no one say bro or man or um son <laughs> that's not how it works you become a man because you become comfortable in your own skin and you can like express yourself as a person as a i'm getting all like Pop preacher off. and yeah. shit yeah and you're getting hallelujah <laughs> but it's a good sign though because you know what it is and you know that like you no have i know a- full well i don't need to kill someone to be, <laughs> to be a, man, a man or i don't need to serve for my country to be a man be a like man. that's just complete bullshit and i think that's what propaganda can do to a person as well because it's obviously the the u.s army is always like um want to be a man and loose in the army son (laughs) or like something like that shit and it's just like (laughs) oh fuck off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah like uh, thank you for bringing that up like i feel like many people don't understand that and i'm really glad that i have a friend who understands that you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like again what is what is this like oh be a man like what the fuck does that even mean and many people are also like don't be a girl when you cry like sorry girls not only girls cry everyone cries Mm. you have tear ducts you cry (laughs) yeah true and yeah like it's just like be a man and listen the army and like you'll be a man like 
no that's not how it yeah. works and a lot of people or a lot of the veterans was like i was 18 i was 19 i didn't know what i was doing i'm 19 i know full well i don't need to go to fucking vietnam and kill (laughs) commies or like enlist in the mexican army (laughs) yeah enlist in the mexican or british army or whichever whichever like i know i don't need to do that and even if i did i wouldn't do it because i was like "Ooh, i want to be a man because that's disgusting like what i don't get that what's the point of being a man you know like the (laughs) macho man or like tough dude because yeah. a lot of them afterwards, they either died or they came home and they committed suicide from PTSD or they're still traumatized to this day from the shit they did, saw, or experienced. Because like, they don't even get the help they need. Yeah, so you've essentially ruined your life trying to For pursue this image of being a man. It's, it's just so weird. You know what makes a man? Is a man, the man, a man that, what the? A penis. Yeah, that, that, but also, <laughs> damn it, you made me with my point. What was I going to say? A real man can show emotions and be proud of it. That's my opinion. Okay. Yes, I'm like, not a man then. I disagree. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm there yet. I, we've had this conversation before. I know you said like, I'm very emotional for a guy and maybe that that's relative to other guys no maybe that is the case emotional i feel like you're very open you know like okay open with your emotions like you are Mm. you're not afraid to talk about it or at least with me i feel like you're very comfortable yeah but that's also because i'm comfortable with you but also other guys who might feel comfortable don't because they don't have that social surrounding Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah and yeah yeah um speaking of like social circles don't know if this kind of counts into what i'm talking about but i saw this on instagram social media anyway so i saw people like discussing this and i saw this post it was like if you treat your girlfriend properly and like the way you should like the way you treat her suddenly you're referred to as a simp and Mm. I don't get that because that belief can be so dangerous. Like for people who are going to see that, they're going to be like, oh, I'm treating my girlfriend properly. Bro, no, I need to be a man. I can't be a simp. I need to, I can't treat her right. You know? And it's just, first of all, Instagram is so stupid when I see certain posts. I'm like, why the fuck do you exist? And second of all, just like, why? Why? That's my only question. Why? Why? why like why you know Mm. just why do you think that way the way you treat people is like i think basic human decency to treat people (laughs) with at least a little bit of respect and if it's your girlfriend then of course like you're in a relationship you should give them all the attention and love they get and deserve like you're treating Mm. them with respect you're not a simp you're in a relationship yeah that's how it works (laughs) not simp Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's like this like, think, really triggers me. Yeah, no, I think it's this kind of old time image of the guy who, you know, obviously macho man who goes to work and mm. provides for the family whilst the wife stays at home and provides for him and satisfies his needs mm. in various ways. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like the same thing that if you try to treat 
your girlfriend or wife or your female significant other in a similar way then you aren't a man because you're not fitting with this image so therefore you're a simp because you're different yeah. and yeah mm, you're not you're not a man yeah i can't you're not a man <laughs> yeah and it's just like again like how men are taught to man up or you know be a man and mm. never be a victim while showing emotions i feel like they can be so discouraging you know mm. and it's like a dangerous belief that can be adopted between like within men and that's how toxic masculinity is started like even if you're not you don't even know that this is like toxic masculinity and subconsciously you're just accepting the fact that it can yeah. be, like you know like oh, I, I, I should i should be a man like as nick said about the army like i should be a man i should go in the army and that's all i can do and when you don't get the help you need it begin it can become such a destructive message mm-hmm. and i feel like a lot of men are very discouraged from seeking out the mental health help they need because they feel like I will be a victim or I'm like showing my weakness going and seeking the help I need. But that's not the case. That's not the Mm -hmm. case. Everyone has mental health at the end of the day. Everyone has feelings and emotions to process. And I just feel like you should get the help you need. And I might be biased because because I want to do this in the future, but also it's common sense. Do you like, want the? Do you want your future clients? You're just trying to like brainwash yeah. everyone so when they like Guys. have any kind of problems, yeah. or like, oh, gotta yeah. call Kushbu up and be charged a hundred dollars a minute for. I actually kind of want to do it for free. Advice. I don't know. Like, I want to start something, but I don't know. It's like in my. That's mind, great. But that's but a different topic. <laughs> you need to make money. Yeah. True. True. But yeah. Again, like, what's your take on it? Like, do you think it can be dangerous or? yeah for sure it definitely can be because mm-hmm. especially if you're in an environment with just guys who think mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. um because for a long time i was only friends with guys at least like close friends with guys mm-hmm. and even though i had the ability to open up or well yeah open up about my emotions I didn't feel I was comfortable enough to, even though these guys were my best friends. Of course. I just thought it was like, not what guys do, you know, we're just like, yo, it man, what's up? up? Yeah. It's like nothing much. It's like, oh, cool. What you do on the weekend? Nothing. <laughs> oh, nice. That's and that's about I mean. it. Like, we don't talk about our feelings because that's, mm. that ain't it yeah. or whatever you want to say. It doesn't right? come up organically, I feel. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. come up organically. But mm. when we started, so me and, um, the same group of friends guy friends who started to like intertwine and become a bigger group with the girl group it would have been the girl group because we weren't like that close together but we were separate groups and then we started to become one big group we started to be able to express our feelings more and talk about certain things so Mm -hmm. what i what i think was a very big breaking point or barrier that we took down between me and my other guy friends was during our thanksgiving evening oh yeah where we were like talking about what we're thankful for and we wrote notes to each other about how we're thankful for each other and Mm -hmm. well none of the guys cried at least not that i remember of (laughs) but i remember seeing those things that they were saying about me i was like damn i would have never known this had we not been essentially forced to do this because at first i was like i don't want to do this because this is like weird Mm. 
but that's just because I wasn't comfortable at that time, especially course, not with yeah. the guys to kind of express my feelings or to tell them how I really feel about them, and how grateful I am yeah. that they're in my even life. Though, yeah, even though they're really supportive and they're your best friends, they've been your best friends for so long. Like you don't know yeah. that because you haven't really. It's just kind of the social norm it. that yeah, exactly. guys don't talk about their feelings yeah. or they they're not like girls, for example, who can tell them, oh "My God, I'm so grateful for you, Tiffany." <laughs> or something like that that's so funny. like they could say that every day i don't know i think it's just a very typical white girl name so like, grateful very... for you too karen <laughs> no karen is old women oh yeah old white women racist white oh. women but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also talking about um so there's that the thanksgiving so for guys out there just be friends with girls and not don't be friends with them because you think, oh, I might get a chance to sleep with them because that's that's what <laughs> no. goes through a lot of guys' head. And mm. I've been guilty of it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm completely <laughs> I'm pure. I only make friend girl, like, <laughs> friends with girls because, like, they want, I just want to make friends. <laughs> now I think that's more that's more true. But before I was just like, um, I, have, I had ulterior motives. Motives. Mm-hmm. So just try to make friends with girls without thinking – I need to like smash get, get with or something them. like that yeah <laughs> i need to get with them i need to get some or whatever yeah it just make friends with girls uh, yeah. and you'll eventually feel more comfortable to talk about your emotions especially with girls because they're accepting you're welcome generally speaking yeah thanks to all the females out there um but also um talking about being a pussy because you brought this up mm. and linking back mm. well not necessarily to the vietnam war but to that time era so Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali, if oh, people yeah. don't know, is one of the most famous, famous boxers, boxers. And considered to be one of the greatest of all time by many because, and like, obviously boxers are like these macho men and don't, mm. like, they literally fight for a living, right? Mm-hmm. For sport. It's not, mm-hmm. it doesn't even have a realistic objective. Like yeah, the objective exactly. is to punch the other dude, knock him down and earn a shit ton, shit ton of money mm-hmm. from gambling and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah, he refused to go to Vietnam, even though he was drafted. And mm. even then, like Muhammad Ali, people called him a pussy simply because he didn't want to serve for a country for his country and at the time or even now a country that was treated him as subhuman or mm-hmm. lesser than you know white mm-hmm. people yeah because mm-hmm. yeah and he refused to go and people still called him a pussy they called him um a disgrace a traitor and all of that shit just because he refused to fight and he, i Sure, there's the the racism part, but I can imagine he was probably scared as well, scared out of his fucking mind to go to war. And who wouldn't be? That's a more normal reaction than saying, "Oh, I'm gonna go to the war because because I'm I'm gonna be a man and I'm gonna learn shit." It's like, Hmm. no, you don't need to do that. You don't. You really don't. Yeah, and Muhammad, if Muhammad Ali doesn't need to do it, you don't need to do it. There you go. Life lesson for you guys. If Muhammad Ali didn't do it, you don't need to do yeah. it <laughs> But no, that's true, though. I feel like that, again, that's a more normal reality. Like, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter what you do for a living or how much you fit this idea of being a macho man or a man. And 
you can do one thing and someone will call you a pussy. Like someone will call you a pussy and someone will think you think of you as not a man at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. And that's not even a debate. Like it happens. It's happened to me and I'm only 19. So um mm-hmm. just yeah. be yourself and do what you want to do. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. show your emotions. If you want to exactly. be a ballerina, go for it, bro. Do it. I'm not do it. I'm not here to judge. Do it. <laughs> no, like, yeah, if you want to be a ballerina or a nurse or um midwife. Yeah. People who deliver babies yeah. or you know, positions or jobs that might particularly seem like like feminine. Women for fem- yeah, feminine centric. or yeah, female centric or mm-hmm. just mostly women who do mm-hmm. it, then do it. Do it. You're gonna the only thing stopping area. you is just people's judgment exactly exactly but if they judge you for it then you can like cut cut them them out out. of your life snip snap snip snap what was this anyway thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for listening thank you guys for listening and um thank you guys for tuning in and thank you to everybody who's listening so far and thank you for all the support we get Oh, show thank you for thank you guys spending your time listening to us yes because apparently our opinion matters <laughs> yeah it does it makes me to happy, you people so. thank you guys thank you so much anyway see you next time we record and yeah thank you for yeah listening. next week hopefully next week hopefully yes really hoping <laughs> ciao ciao guys bye And also, like, surrounding yourself with good people, as Nick mentioned, like, you know, good friends, people are more open and people are more accepting of you. That always, always works. Even if not mm. even like we know, like, again, I know that this topic is on toxic masculinity, but even with girls, like, I feel it's so important to have a great group of people who are just really generally supportive. And I feel like we got really lucky. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, we're making it out as if it's an easy thing to do to just find it's people really who are very not. accepting. It's not. Mm-hmm. And it took I understand. It took me a long time. <laughs> yeah, it took me a long time too. Obviously, my group of friends were already, um, well, like they're my bros, but mm-hmm. we didn't reach that point where we were comfortable to talk about our feelings mm-hmm. and our emotions and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it took, it's like an evolution to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just do it yeah like like it's it's difficult like I never really had a great group of friends until year 12 you know and middle of Mm -hmm. year 12 I'm like not throwing shade to anyone because I don't care (laughs) because it's true and I just yeah and I don't really care because like I've become more shady but it's fine (laughs) uh the real slim shady yeah exactly yeah okay I'm not gonna do that um and (laughs) again find like this is a different topic but like you know toxic friendships is a thing toxic relationships are a thing and it's really sad that it is but you know I feel like it can be linked to toxic masculinity in some way but I was in a like you know friendships that didn't make me happy or that made me feel utter shit by the end of the day or like if I'd come home and I'd be like really like down on myself so again if 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 you're one of if you're one of the people I'm like describing, I hear you and I'm there for you. <laughs> um, 
again, just find people who are generally, you know, more accepting and it's difficult, but you know, you'll get there. So yeah. Yeah. Just hang in there. Hang in there. And you can like text me or you can text Nick and we'll be there to listen to you rant, you know. Yeah. If you're a dude, okay. then hit me up. <laughs> if you're a dude. Or if you're a girl me. too, then like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna be sexist here. <laughs> Don't text me if you're a girl. <laughs> I'm going to stay away from all girls. No, just text any one of us and we'll be there to listen to you. Or send us an email. Yeah, at anything and everything at Outlook.com. It'll be in the podcast description. Yes, exactly. Anyway, So yeah. I think we've that covered is- everything, right? Mm-hmm. Unless mm-hmm. you want to have um, any final thoughts. Any final thoughts. Don't be a pussy, bro. <laughs> no. Final Is that your thought. final thought? No. <laughs> no, you already used it. <laughs> what are your final thoughts, Nick? Um, well, I just want to say to all of the men of the world, mm-hmm. not many guys listen to this podcast, and I can kind of understand since it's not like about male-related stuff. Mm. No, that's not fair. I would say it's more. I mean, we have a both be balancing each other out. So yeah, I Either I don't know way. what I'm on about. But it's not Either like way. about cars and um guns and war. It's not like <laughs> cool guy stuff. It's not about video games and stuff like mm. that, which is typically what guys like to watch or listen about, which is fair enough. But but Max and CJ listen to it, and those are the only guys I really care about. And you. <laughs> And I'm just here like, am I a joke to you? <laughs> no, I do care about you. Anyway, go ahead. Cool. Go your... so... <laughs> I okay. squall. Anyway, if you're a dude, then just know that it's okay to show your emotions. It's okay to cry. It's okay to do all of that stuff. It's okay to uh-huh. feel bad. It's okay to not be okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. I agree um, with just because you're a guy doesn't mean you have to put up this front that you're like you're sane and you have your shit figured out all the time because mm-hmm. nobody That's does true. nobody does no one does no one does no this one does, shit ain't no easy. One does. No yeah one life does. life ain't easy bro life ain't easy. when life kicks you down you gotta <laughs> get back up <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though like pop off to nick pop off i absolutely yeah stand. i'm so good i'm so great yeah applaud so, me yeah i am applauding you lady gaga applause, no i'm actually applause. really kidding um <laughs> i'm just trying to create like awareness from a guy make perspective. make people feel better if they feel yeah. bad especially guys because i know at some point in my life i felt bad because i was like i'm a guy i'm not supposed to cry i'm not supposed mm. to feel sad mm. this is this ain't it because even in mm. movies and shit you don't see guys usually crying unless it's like mm-hmm. some dad who lost his daughter or something yeah yeah like you, it doesn't definitely. need to be that severe definitely or it doesn't need to reach that point for you to show your emotions yeah exactly but again literally it's okay to show your emotions like to anybody out there who's listening it's literally again like this is the most overused line but it's true though like it's okay to not be okay and we all have been not okay at many points in our life and i'm still not we, okay again like me neither <laughs> i was about to say <laughs> but we 
we're not okay like there are going to be many points in our life that we will not be okay with you know but it's okay to just feel your emotions process them at whatever time you can yeah. and or let them out let sometimes them out. keeping them in makes it worse makes it worse well, when i say sometimes i mean all the time i can't really think of a situation where it's yeah uh-huh just put on a sad song and cry because bro it's worked with me so many times yeah. and i it's just so stressful relieving like genuinely speaking and also go rant to your friends you know like i rant to nick all the time and i really thank him for being there <laughs> like yeah thank you for being there 